The tiny town of Whittier boasts breathtaking views, impressive structures, and just about as many spirits as there are living residents. Dubbed the most haunted city in Alaska, most agree that something ominous looms over this foggy town. With a one-way tunnel built into the mountainside, it truly feels like it may end in a one-way trip when you enter the halls of the Buckner Building. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And how was everybody's Easter? How was your Easter, Megan? Not bad. Yeah. Uh, I got a new car on Easter oh, yeah. weekend. That's, I, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm like, what did I do that was so exciting? Besides know, we, eat. We just rode in it and I forgot you had it. Yeah, we got a... A baby mobile got rid of John's truck. The nightmare machine. <laughs> no, no child should be put in that truck. Sorry. No adult should be put in that truck. I did. It was it was long overdue. His truck was pushing twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I need new tires, not a new car. But darn if the tread doesn't look like <laughs> race car tires right now. <laughs> no, I worked on Easter Easter morning, and That's it was. Right busy like hello first of all phone calls every five minutes are you guys open today what are your hours today we'd answer the phone well that answers my question i'm like okay we just kept the phone on us the whole time because people were calling so much that's ridiculous yeah and everyone's like i'm surprised you're open on easter i'm like yes you're a part of the line that's going down the street to the drive-thru you're the reason we don't close exactly exactly i've been there i worked (laughs) at a chain and trust me every holiday they're like wow I was like, then why are you here? Right. I can't believe you guys are open because you and the 20 people behind you showed up today. That is why. Yep. <clears throat> but, you know, it'd be like that. It was still fine. And we, I still ate. I say we ate. We showed you our mashed potatoes and noodles to show we you there's a real thing. Yes. Hopefully. Now you all believe us. Like those beef noodles, egg Heck noodles yeah. with beef and we had a family member that would put yellow food coloring in them though so they were like bright yellow and that's Mm -hmm. just the way i thought they were for a long time yeah i was (laughs) impressed yeah didn't know why i couldn't find noodles like that it's because you can't find because they're not real it's not a thing (laughs) and then i ate at maddie's parents we had food there just darn near took a nap after all the eating right I kind of wish I was a part of an Easter egg hunt, but alas, we are 30 years old, I guess. We got to watch the kids do an Easter egg hunt. Yeah, I guess. God, that was frustrating. I'm like, you're stepping over five eggs. (laughs) Just look down. Right. God. (laughs) Okay, well, we're back after the holidays. Or if you didn't celebrate, if you just had a fun... My goodness. My gosh. I hope you... Part of me... Do you guys hear this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it or not. It's definitely adding to the ambiance yeah. of the show. Like, I should just put a mic outside right now and pick up this wind because... Holy cow. You should see the trees and bushes outside. That actually startled me. We ha- There's mm-hmm. a window that that is coming through right now. Yeah, I'm parked under the tree in your backyard, and I'm like... <laughs> we are. My backyard is so small, we're all parked under the, the tree in the backyard. We're all in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if that tree goes down, we're all going with it. I did not expect it to be this windy. No. 
anyway shoo um sorry i'm like shook i'm just staring out the window now i don't even know where we were it is a uh, windy if you don't celebrate easter if you just had show weekend i hope it was good hope you we're had a here good for one. that we're here for that too regardless of what you did yeah so anyway we're here on this when windy day mm-hmm. for you a thursday yes and we're gonna talk more spooky stuff because that's what we all came here for i hope i think i don't know anymore that's the goal it can't possibly be to listen to our ramblings about easter food and wind yeah my god anyway this week (laughs) (laughs) we're back we're back well it's not a trip we took but actually i've never i can say with certainty we've never been here because this is not a uh, i don't know i was informed that we have in fact been to alabama have we when we were like a year old so we oh well, of no course memory. silly me for not remembering that right? i was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, duh jeez. <laughs> so we have been to alabama i huh. promise you we've never been here it's no. not possible no way i and let, there's something i'm missing i don't know i feel like it can't be but we are going to alaska alaska yeah that's one i we never even considered until recently no i think i feel like it'd be cool but i don't know i had a friend that was from alaska that moved from alaska and they do in fact pay you to live there they just regular old citizens it's sort of like a subsidy yeah there's like you get a sort of like how texas is like the whole state has an hoa to just exist in texas yeah alaska's like we will pay you to live here and spend your money here huh weird yeah yeah, well, if you aren't a native Texan and move to Texas, you have to pay, like, a fee to move into the state. Yeah. What, again, why Why Texas? What are you doing? Yeah. Am I, it was something like they basically, it's incentive to live there t- for the economy, basically. It's well, all capitalism. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> wow. We are, uh, we're, well, we're not in Texas. We're in Alaska. We're in Alaska. We're, to be more specific, we're in Whittier, Alaska. That's what I've been calling it in my I head. Would assume, yeah, I think I heard, I watched some videos. I'm pretty sure it's Whittier. If it's pronounced any other way, do not come out. Just, that's yeah. how it's spelled. It looks like Whittier. Granted, it was an Australian that said it, so who knows? Truly. Uh, well... I'm saying Whittier. Okay. <clears throat> and we're going to be covering the Buckner building, which Yay. is super significant to this town. And we'll get to that as to why. Yes. But I'm going to go ahead and cover the history. I'm going to talk a little bit about the town itself, some of the building, and then we're going to follow up afterward with some spooky stuff. Hopefully, maybe, mm-hmm. perhaps we'll see. Most of my information is going to be coming from three different websites. Uh, our tried and true Wikipedia. Of course, of course. Of course. Bellsalaska.com. Mm-hmm. And worldpopulationreview.com. All right. Very, Simple enough. Yeah. You know what you're getting with that website, most likely. Yeah, hopefully. So let's start off with the city itself. I know we did some demographics last week, so I figured let's just stick with that. That seems like a good, just to give you a breakdown of what we're working with here. Yeah, that was like a a spur of the moment decision. And, you know, I like it. I like little facts like this. I don't know. I'm just, that's 90% of my knowledge is taken up by things I don't need to know. (laughs) I really need to remember the things I should know. But, you know, it'd be like that. Well, this is just fun facts all around about this town. Yay. 
So Whittier is a city that's located in Valdez, Cordova County, Alaska. And the population in 2020 was 205. The yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> 205. Do I want you to be like, thousand? No. Is it, is it a city, a town? It says it's a city. The city, okay. The city of Whittier. Because it darn near sounds like a township. Yeah, and it, is, it has declined some in the last 10 years. It was like 221 but in I, 2010. But I guess Alaska, yeah. Well, right. And it says that span the actual city spans over 20 miles for 200 people. That gives you about 17 people per square mile. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. That, right? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Go on. Well, and we're we're almost there. We're about ripe age to move there because the median age in Whittier is 38.1 years old with men being older, 41 and a half years old and women being 34 and a half years old, roughly. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. Yeah. To, which sucks. What? I don't want to be close to that. <sighs> Ooh, Sorry. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, no, we've got time. We've, we've got plenty, plenty of time. time. Of course. Yes. Uh, according to the most recent ACS, I don't know what that is. Uh, American Census Study. S- I don't Doesn't know. that sound right, everyone? Well, this <laughs> is the know. racial composition of Whittier. Isn't that, is this still census? So with 205 people, they even gave you like specific numbers of how many people were this race for some reason that that, feels meaner than a percentage i just did the percentages because okay i was gonna say they're gonna call out and then that one asian family like what okay well we're looking at 48.74 percent white Mm -hmm. yes uh 17.61 native american makes sense 11.95 asian Okay. 10.3% uh, of two or more races. And then we've got Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. I, if you're coming from Hawaii. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess if that's your... Anyway, 7.8%. That's like 14 people. That's 15 people. Yeah. Uh, black or African American is 2.5. And other races is 0.94. That is like actually a person. Uh, that's, like, that means a family and a per The, the African American is a family. <laughs> And uh-huh. the, what was the last one? Uh, other other race is all it says. A person. It's like a, a single person. A person, maybe. <laughs> maybe two people. Wow, okay. Anyway, that's a little breakdown to give you an idea of the all 200 people that live in Whittier. Because mm-hmm. that was 2020. Things could have changed in the last two years. I don't I know. I mean, definitely things change in the last two years. But with that kind of social distancing, maybe it did not hit them that much. True. Who knows? Possibly. Well, where does the name come from, you may be asking yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a glacier nearby with the same name, Whittier Glacier. And it still exists? Not to get dark. Oh, uh, sorry. I guess, <laughs> dang. It's named after the American poet John Greenleaf Whittier in 1915. All oh, right. And then the town eventually took the name as well. So the glacier was first and then <laughs> the town, t- town took the name. I don't know why that's funny. So here... Here we go. And about Whittier. I just laughed at this. I'll read this too. Whittier, Alaska is the gateway to beautiful Prince William Sound. Uh-huh. And if Starting I was, to sound like an English town. Well, it's not a town. A sound, I had to look this up just because the oh, way they were describing like the name. it. No, a uh, sound is a smaller body of water typically connected to a large sea or ocean. So instead of like it's a canal. N- it's not like a lake or a pond. It's, it's a sound. Ah, uh. 
Another? I think there's a sound in my backyard when it <laughs> rains. Like. <laughs> uh, so it's the gateway. Whittier is your gateway to this body of water called Prince William. I wonder who that was named after. Uh, George. <laughs> it's only 63 miles from Anchorage on the Seward Highway, and it's accessible by car, bus, or via the Alaska Railroad. Okay. Now you're probably wondering about the car thing. We'll get there. The Alaska Railroad's Glacier Discovery train departs Anchorage at 10 a.m., and it takes about two and a half hours to arrive to Whittier. And how many miles is 63. it? 63. Dang, it's not in a hurry. No. Well, I wonder if it's, like, super curvy and stuff, so it, like, can't or go very fast. ice. Or ice. <laughs> Maybe. It can't be icy all... I am really really uncultured about <laughs> some things so like I, who knows maybe same, it's icy all the time same uh this gives visitors time for a glacier and wildlife day cruise in prince william sound before returning to anchorage the same day meaning there's nothing to do in whittier you just use whittier as a way to get to other places <laughs> so i mean you fair. can go to anchorage or you can go to the sound um or you can drive through anchorage or <laughs> take a train right. through anchorage or anchorage sorry whittier man this wind it, like everything to the side of me is really setting making the me, setting the scene here i know is it spooking you out make me nervous me. i'm trying not to watch <laughs> anyway back to back to the city it is surrounded by three magnificent glaciers and it they consider it an ice fort are an ice-free port. Are they called witty, wittier, and wittiest? Wow. Okay, so I knew there's no. there had to be a joke somewhere. It's not even that funny, you know. So it's surrounded <laughs> by. I'm I'm just <laughs> moving past your joke. Thanks. That <laughs> your, hurts. your attempt at a joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway, it's surrounded by these glaciers, but they consider it uh, wittier an ice-free port. Uh huh. Whatever that means. I don't know. In November of 1941, a port and railroad terminus project was undertaken by the U.S. Army for transport of fuel and other supplies into Alaska. Yeah, that makes sense. On November 20th, 1942, a year later, the holing through, H-O-L-I-N-G, holing through uh -huh. ceremonies were held on the Whittier cutoff, and the first train was run through the tunnels on March 10th, 1943. The Portage Tunnel is 0.9 miles long, and Whittier's is 2.5 miles long. Ooh. That's a long tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they I think they give you, I, there's a stat later in here, but uh, change came in 2000 when, for the first time ever, residents were able to reach Whittier by road. When was this? 2000. Dang. Okay. You couldn't get to it by car. Um the state of Alaska transformed the existing railroad tunnel into a one-lane combination highway and railway tunnel, which allows cars and trains to take turns passing through. Now, you have two and a half miles. Mm-hmm. What? So someday, I guess some days are parts of the day you can take the train, and then other parts you can only take car. Well, I mean, I suppose if you know when the train is coming and going, because you said it only like comes in and out once a day, right? 10 a.m. is 10 when the train departs, I believe. So I feel, I, I mean, I guess you would know then. Oh, it departs Anchorage at 10 a.m. to, to Whittier. So just don't go then. Yeah, pretty much. You can get to work, and then it, while everyone's at their 8 to 5... You're doing 
they're running the drain. I, I guess. wonder how many eight to fives are really. There, I, I said that and realized what what are they doing? I don't know. Fishing. Ever, they could be working <laughs> remote. Could, um, yeah, I mean that might be the. You know, we still really <laughs> enter it right now. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all on the icy tundra. Of course, they're working remote, and then they, like, live on Maple Avenue or something. Who mm. knows? Anyway, this effort... Here we go. This effort is the longest combined rail and highway tunnel in North America. Wow. Fun fact. On March 28th, 1964, Whittier su- suffered over 10 million dollars worth of damage in what became known as the good friday earthquake why so we just well it's about a month ago but yeah as of 2019 the earthquake remains the largest u.s earthquake measuring a 9.2 on the moment magnitude scale and having caused tsunamis along the west coast of the u.s wow terrifying why do they call it the good friday thing it must have been good friday that's stupid. I'm sorry. Like, nothing good actually happens on Good Friday, mm-hmm. folks. Like, what a sick joke. If you think religiously, was that really good, folks? Was it? Was it, though? Jeez. It's kind of sick. Earthquakes, the largest earthquake in North American history. D- not good. Mm-hmm. Not good. Well, and there was a tsunami that actually hit Whittier because of it. It reached a height of 13 meters or 43 feet and killed 13 people. Oh, there goes you know what seven percent of the town dang it (laughs) terrifying city it says city we're calling it a city i don't know also i'd be a little mad if it was good like if on good friday well i lost my grandpappy on good friday so you told me how good it really was (laughs) well when you're 13 people when you're looking at a 200 person uh population my god it's yeah. devastating regardless of how many people you lose, but that's... Right, right. I don't know. It just seems a little uh, insensitive. Yeah. So, getting off the topic of sad. Mm. Whittier was incorporated in 1969 and eventually became a port of call for cruise ships. Ooh. Wow. Fancy. So, uh, this is five years later. Okay. It is utilized by local operations and about 100 passenger mid-sized cruise ships. That's a lot of cruise ships to be passing through there. Yeah. When the Anton Anderson Memorial Tunnel opened to the public access in 2000, it became the first highway to connect Whittier to Anchorage and inner Alaska. Previously, the only way to reach it was town or to reach the town had been by rail, boat or plane. Okay. Whittier is famous for being a town that almost all of its residents reside in a single building. Here we're getting we're getting to it now. Yeah, I, guys. You know, I came across that, and that I don't like it. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? There's you know everybody in town. Why? Because you all live in the same apartment complex. Getting very Yay. like midnight mass vibes. Uh, kind of. Oh, if you haven't watched that yet, ten out of ten would recommend. Oh yeah. Ooh, the chills when they didn't resolve the e ah, oh, and it was just Easter. It's a perfect time, you know. Oh yeah, perfect yeah. time to watch it. You should definitely watch it. Right. Anyway, here's here's the super interesting fact. So they all reside. Most, almost all of its residents reside in a single building. Um, they live in the. Here we go. I'm gonna butcher this. Um, <laughs> I should have looked this up. Begish, Begish. I've said it the same way twice. Give it the old college. B B E G B E G I C H I C H. Begich. 
I, that's what I think I said. Begich. <laughs> no. The Begich Towers, a former army barracks built in 1974. All right. Wow. An, an old army barracks? That's a net, yes. like, that seems weird. I yeah. don't, I don't like it. What is that? It seems very, like, apocalypse style, like the whole town lives in a barracks. Oh, yeah. Look at pictures of it. It's... Mm. Maybe we'll post pictures of it because there's only two buildings in this town that dominate it. And the that's one of them. Uh, it was built after World War II. It's a 14-story Hodge. They called it the Hodge Building at the time. Okay. But then it was renamed the Begich Towers. Uh, that was completed in 1957 and contains 150 two- and three-bedroom apartments plus bachelor efficiency units. I assume that's something like a studio. Yes. <laughs> they try to make it sound fancier. <laughs> Dependent families and civil service employees were moved into this high rise. Ooh. The Whittier School was connected by a tunnel at the base of the West Tower so students could safely cross uh, access schools on days with bad weather. Yeah, because I so assume bad weather there the is. Yeah, I assume bad weather there is like bad weather. I feel like it. This is like a post-apocalyptic town. Like you yes. live in this building, you never leave it. You use the tunnels to get to school. You yeah. work from home remotely. Right. <sighs> anyway, uh, the building was named in honor of Colonel Walter William Hodge, who was a civil engineer and the commanding officer of 93rd Engineer Regiment on the Alkin Highway. Uh-huh. Yes. The other main structure in town... Uh-huh. Are we getting there? Is the Buckner Building. Wow. Wow. And it was completed in 1953. So this was actually four years prior to the towers. Okay. It was called The City Under One Roof. Yeah. I. That's pretty Maybe that's appealing on. to some. Not no. I. No. No. <laughs> The Buckner building was eventually abandoned. Buckner and Begich Towers were at, I don't know why I can't just say it normal, <laughs> were at one time the largest buildings in Alaska. Oh, okay. The whole of Alaska. The Begich Towers building became a condominium, and along with the two-story private residence known as Whittier Manor, houses a majority of the town's residents. Yeah. Now, I had to, like, stop it there because if I started to cover Buckner anymore, yeah, there is a lot of overlap. Yeah, I like how you told me, you're like, let me know if you can find any haunted things on it. Just look up the word Buckner and, uh -huh. like, you can't find an article that isn't talking about it being haunted. Which is good. This is yes. good news. Because yes. I had to limit, as soon as I started running across stuff that said haunted, I um, just tuned out immediately and was like, no, I want to be surprised. So I really, that's really where I stopped. I couldn't go much further without getting some spoilers. So we're all going to be surprised, guys, because that that's all for the history. This town itself just sounds so, the scene is set, I yeah, feel like. I It feels like Midnight Mass meets 
the walking dead meets quarantine oh my god i don't know why it made me think of this and i don't know if you've even read this story i feel like i've talked about it before i actually ripped it out of a book sorry in <laughs> middle school because oh, it affected was it a workbook me or like kind of like a workbook yeah okay i ripped it out because it was so traumatizing to me as a middle schooler yeah and i want to say it's it's called all summer in a day Ooh, that sounds Do you know familiar. That sounds really familiar. Okay, so it's like post post apocalyptic. They're living on another planet. Okay, I believe they we have moved off Earth. It is uninhabitable. We're reading this in middle school, mind you, and it's a short story. And we were in middle school in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So yes. like they had no idea, <laughs> right? So what we were heading for the story. I guess I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's. The sun only comes around once a day, and it's set in this school. You mean once a year? Once a year, sorry. Okay. Uh, you only see the sun once a year, and it's the day, so it's a big thing. Everyone's like going to get out of get to go see, go outside and see the sun, and it's set in a school with all these kids and there's this girl that gets bullied there mm-hmm. and i'll stop there. But oh my god, that's traumatizing. It, it makes me think of that kind of setting where it's just like. I'll ha- you'll have to tell me about it after this. Also, like, for some reason, my immediate thought is how terrible would it feel if, say, in this alternate universe, you were blind? Oh. oh. Like, I don't know why that made it a lot more depressing in my head. Why, do you, why did you do that? I don't know. The setting also reminds me of a short story that was written by somebody that we're pretty close to. Uh huh. It'd be our sibling. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. I was like, who? I I'm fine with plugging her store. She's gonna hear this and be like, no, uh, no, or thanks or something. I don't know. But I'll go ahead and admit it here to all of you that she's my sister and like I'm not I'm not gonna be super highly critical. But it was really good. I liked it. I thought it was very like ooh, like it gave me ooh, and mostly because I know the people in the story. Right. But this, it's the same vibe of everybody living in this one building and everything you get is in this one building. Uh huh. It's go check it out. It's called Surviving the Apocalypse in High Heels. Oh yeah. If yep. you search that, you will find it right away. It is a short story. Zombie apocalypse. Zombie so. apocalypse style. <laughs> yes. But a good one. Okay. But yeah, everybody living under everything under one roof in this crazy... I don't know. Those are the vibes I'm getting. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear what the scary stories are because the town already kind of freaks me out. I mean, I feel like they... Mu- I don't, if What if they'd lived there their whole life? That's like all they've ever known. They don't I realize... I have a feeling that the majority of people that live there are that way. I guess I should have looked up like what kind of jobs they offer there and that... That would probably give you an idea, especially that since does determine a lot. you're looking at the median age being between 30 and like mid 30s to 40. I'm thinking I'm, very laborious work. Right. Or like scientific work or mm. geol, like something. We're not talking banking no. or grocery clerks. or Right. There's probably not. I don't know if there's a McDonald's there, guys. I'm not not sure. I mean, I don't know. They've infiltrated most places. Right. Anyway, I'll go ahead and stop rambling and let you tell some spooky stuff because I'm still watching, well, hearing, listening to the wind outside. Because it got dark. I mean, I know it's sort of getting to that time of night, but it got dark fast. Hello? Yes, it did. Well, any hoot. So the first bit, it doesn't give a ton. I actually just took like a little chunk of a paragraph from this first article, which we have used plenty of times. 
It is onlyinyourstate.com. Yes. There it is. There it is. <laughs> but it's mostly because I feel like we've used it before and never have I read such sass. Like, oh. not even sass, but I feel like they're very... Let, let me just read it to you. And I, this also helps give you the, the vibe of Buckner and Whittier. Okay. So it says... Whittier, Alaska is an all-around creepy place, and the creep fest starts before you even arrive. There's a long, narrow tunnel through the mountain just to get there, and the experience of driving through it is just plain unsettling. <laughs> so you drive in Whittier a little bit, spooked from driving through that much darkness. The tunnel then spits you out right at the waterfront, where there's almost always a thick blanket of fog blocking the view. <laughs> you've arrived. Now it's time to camp at Whittier Camping and Parking for a paranormal weekend you'll never forget. You can explore the reportedly haunted town and see for yourself if any of it is true. So they're like setting the scene for you here. Right. And it's just, it sounds, it did eventually get to the Buckner building, but not, it was literally just a quick blip of like, here's a haunted building. Okay. So I just grabbed from other sources, this next one being... Uh, it's just ADN.com. I should have probably looked up what it actually stood for. Uh-huh. It's like Alaska, you know? Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. I... Alaska, oh, Anchorage Daily News. There oh, it is. Cl- <laughs> silly <laughs> me, <Close>. silly me. <laughs> Any- anyway, Anchorage Daily News, aka ADN.com, writes... In many ways, Whittier, that dot of a town on the western edge of Prince William Sound. <laughs> See, I just, the, when I read that, I thought that was just the whole thing. I didn't realize a sound is an a thing. A body of what? Yeah, well, that's, however our, they wrote it in the article I had, I thought it was the name of a town. I'm like, they're referring to it weird. And mm-hmm. so I, I had to look up. I said, what is a sound geography? <laughs> because... Oh. You know they're going to be like, uh, the thing you hear. <laughs> so yeah, you I idiot. had to make sure I <laughs> That's was That's what Google specific. says. Yeah. But anyway, the dot of a town on the western edge of Prince William Sound is not for the faint of heart. Even getting to Whittier is ominous. They really talk about... They, the, apparently this tunnel is like something to behold. Uh, Whittier is ominous. It, oh, it says even getting to Whittier is ominous. The palpitations start before you get there, driving through that two and a half mile long tunnel, the one carved into a mountain. Signs warn of avalanches. Eventually, you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel, reminding you of stories about those who have briefly visited the afterlife. My God. <laughs> when you reach the light, however, it's pretty clear that the angels have seeded, for the time being at least, <laughs> the town to another kind of army. Like, oh my god, I know Anchorage, what is happening? Who is writing the Anchorage Daily News? Right, we, where, we don't have these writers yeah, here. You show up to the afterlife and the angels, they did not come. A different kind of army awaits. Perhaps that's what makes Whittier the strangest, most haunted town in Alaska. Whittier residents live with constant reminders of that other army. So we're going to discuss... You touched a little bit of base on Buckner, but this is a little more background on it. It's first and most obvious, there's the Buckner Building, hanging over the town like the ghost of an old warrior. The Buckner Building was named after such warrior General Simon Buckner, who died after commanding the defenses of Alaska early in the Second World War. He was then sent to the Pacific Theater and died during the closing days of the Battle of Okinawa, the highest-ranking U.S. military officer to have been killed at the hands of the enemy during World War II. 
Oh. I know, weird little, it's always weird little bits that they have for you, you know? Right. Buckner was tough, and so was his building, completed in 1953 at the height of the Cold War. The mammoth, sturdy structure was intended to withstand bombs and keep as many as 1,000 soldiers safe if a Cold War army invaded. It had in a, it had in it a movie theater, a bowling alley, and even a jail. Which, like, oh. I suppose we're all human, but, like, you would hope you wouldn't need that. Right. Especially with the... Ar- I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> Tunnels led from the building to other parts of the town. They're really into this tunnel thing. It was one of the most spectacular buildings the military ever built in Alaska and the largest at the time. But then, as these things go, the military pulled out and left the building to the spirits, many of whom were scattered, skilled at graffiti. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) One of them likes the movie The Shining, displaying this fondness by painting the word red rum lovingly on on one of its walls. I know. Yeah, there is a lot. I watched a video. There is a lot of graffiti in this place. And I realized after you said there's a jail there, could it be for prisoners of war since it was a military? Probably makes more sense. You're right. I just assume the worst in people. (laughs) I I mean, you got to plan ahead, I guess, you know. Yeah, I suppose. It goes on. It's fitting, said Ted Spencer, who lives in San Diego, but is curator of the Whittier Museum, one of the best museums in Alaska. That is an opinion. Okay. (laughs) Once while exploring the building, he entered a room too dark to tell what it was. Finally, after the sun moved and his eyes adjusted, he realized that he was standing on the stage of a 300-person auditorium. Like, I don't know why that seems spooky in itself. Yeah. It was, in a word, (laughs) spooky. I should have just kept reading (laughs) A feeling heightened often by the strange noises in the building. Build by wow. the building. By the building. <laughs> it by the building. I was doing so well. Uh, including animal scurrying, wind whistling through open windows, such as the one right next to me, even though it's not open, so I don't know how the wind is getting through so easily. Once Spencer even heard water running down a pipe that was crashing onto the floor, though like the water was coming through the pipe and the water was crashing onto the floor. Uh-huh. Who turned on the spigot? He still doesn't know because the building is abandoned. Right. And apparently, yeah, so that was a spooky thing that happened. Well, if there's that many people breaking in, and I don't want to be a party pooper, but if there's that many people breaking in and vandalizing. That's true. I mean, this was one of the largest buildings in Alaska when yeah. it was built. Like, it's it's... it's pretty big so it is obviously possible that people get in there and do silly things like turn on water but also if it's an abandoned building was water still really running that's true it reminds i gotta stop segueing it reminds me of like the the ghost adventures thing that they did in the cecil hotel when the water do you remember that like the sink turned on by itself oh yeah But, I mean, the building was working, so it's a little irrelevant. I just think of running water. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we've talked about how we feel like spirits and the paranormal uh, are more active around water. Yes. Yeah. I stand by that theory 100%. Maddie always gets annoyed with me because every time we go to a haunted place and it's like an abandoned building like this and we pass a bathroom, she's like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, you're darn darn right. I'm going in that bathroom. I feel the worst in bathrooms. I know. The bathroom at Waverly, was it Waverly on the fourth floor, the top floor? The little creepy bathroom, like right next to the kind of roof access maybe i really don't remember a bathroom type 
broom. It was, oh my oh, goodness. Me so. Oh, my kitties are really <laughs> determined to be here today. No. Oh my gosh. Just <sighs> let it be. Whatever. Let it be. She's already done it. You big butthole. Okay, God. well anyway. <laughs> now you got got me all messed up over here. Anyway, I, I don't remember oh, if it was Waverly. I I'm pretty sure because yeah, that was when we it I I trust me, I'm like ninety percent sure that it was. Oh point right. is I like a good haunted bathroom because I feel like water helps move the spirits if you will it gives them it gives them a natural energy at miram that's when we get getting that's when we kept getting called witch yeah yeah in the bathroom that's true so another going on another has a particular heavy step apparently sounds i that's got to be what we're talking about okay (laughs) up and down the quarters of the 14 story tower ghost ghosts trudge yeah i couldn't remember if you were saying that the uh, Begich building tower uh-huh. whatever was 14 stories or this was the buckner building is 14 stories okay i think it may have been buckner i honestly don't remember i'd have to look back at my notes right so oh you know why it doesn't make any sense it's because i skipped a little paragraph uh, it, it says it was the Begich Towers is 14 because it used to be called the Hodge Building and they renamed it. Well, apparently this is also 14, which makes sense why they were both the largest. The tallest. Yeah, yeah. Our largest. But that sentence made no sense because I skipped a little tidbit here. So let's back it up. Okay. Shall we? <laughs> the spookiness and the noise may have lured some spirits to the comfort of the living. The Begich Towers, commonly known as BTI. That's easier. Why didn't I find that when I was searching stuff? <laughs> is the place where nearly all 160 Whittier residents live today. I apologize. I don't remember when this was written, but at the time, apparently 160. Okay. Mm, stories of bumps in the night and phantom noises abound. One of the ghosts who inhabit the building is apparently fond of whistling. And I hate whistling, so I would hate that. Well, okay. Again, with my poo-pooing but if it's abandoned open windows are cracked i mean you are off the water yeah you're bound to get whistling sounds i mean i would have to hear it to to just be absolute certain that it wasn't that well to be fair i've never seen letter kenny so don't I, start <laughs> i didn't say anything i in my head i did i saw your eyes light up i think here what it's talking about is the Begich towers bti not oh Buckner. okay because let's back it up even a little bit more talking about spencer going through the building it said once spencer even heard water running down the pipe that was crashing onto the floor who turned on the spigot he still doesn't know next it says the spookiness and the noise may have lured some spirits to the comfort of the living the beckich towers commonly known as bti is the place where nearly 160 whittier residents live today stories of bumps in the night and phantom noises abound that sounds like it's beckich Okay, and they said not everybody lives there, but almost everybody lives in the building. Because when I looked at the census for the last 12 years, roughly, it's always been in the 200s. Like I said, at two, 2010 was its peak at 221, and right now it's at the lowest in the last decade at 205. So if it says 160, I mean, unless this article was written more than 12 years ago. I just wanted to check. It was, so it was originally published in... 2013 and it looks like it was updated 2016 okay so people are living elsewhere i don't know where again that's probably something we have to look into (laughs) 
Yeah. See what kind of jobs are there. They may be living on some type of base, which I have seen before in other towns in Alaska. So, Right. And I get the vibe that Buckner and Begich may be connected by a tunnel. Because it said that... Probably. So that makes sense that it was like an easy transition for them from one building to the next. Yeah. Now going on knowing what building we're in, stories of bumps in the night, blah, blah, blah. One of the ghosts who inhabit the building is apparently fond of whistling. Mm-hmm. Another has a particularly heavy step. Now we're to where it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Up and down the corridors of the 14-story tower, ghosts trudge. One of them is hungry. <laughs> Just uh, one? Okay. Okay. <laughs> he or she once rattled around in the kitchen of the city manager, Bob Prunella, by all accounts, a rational man, he went as far as to reach for his gun before he realized it was just a ghost. Oh, it's just a ghost. <laughs> but I mean, he was like that certain that it wasn't a He grabbed a right. firearm thinking it was somebody in his residence. Yeah. And then was like, well, nobody's there. My B, my B. Huh. So. <laughs> Interesting. Diana Barnes, the executive assistant for the city, said she has some stories she won't talk about because they're so scary. Mostly, though, the ghosts are benign. Residents know that they share the tower with the other side, but they just, quote, live with it. Oh, okay. They haven't hurt anybody, Barnes said. So, apparently, most of the residents are like, yeah, we know there are ghosts here, but it's, it's just kind of like that. We're sort of used to it now. And they don't hurt anybody, so... Okay. Or they're non-believers and they have an excuse for everything. Yeah, I mean, that too. It makes me wonder, because it did say that Whittier is the most haunted town in Alaska, so I wonder if the people of Whittier believed that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, where we are, Terre Haute and surrounding, has a lot of haunted places, but it's not like, this is the most haunted place in the state of Indiana. Right. Because there are plenty of people here believe me, that do not believe <laughs> mm-hmm. in paranormal ghosts, things like that, the supernatural. But I don't know. I wonder how low the odds are of people believing it in Whittier, which is, you know, dubbed the most haunted town. Yeah. In, in the Alaska. state. Yeah. In, in the state. Yeah. That's all I have written on my note notes. I will say, like I've said a couple times, I also I watched a video. I watched a couple videos of some Australians that went and checked out the building. These are all videos you can find on like YouTube and stuff. We also found a video that I think we're gonna end up linking. Yeah, we can. To yeah, linking to probably our Facebook, Instagram, what social media in general, and the website, and it is. Of So it's these two people accounting, like recounting a story from another person, but it, it sounds like they're all sort of like a friends. group, yeah, of friends yeah. of another person going through and trying to get EVPs of the location. And I'll go ahead and tell you now, not keep it a secret, but we'll also share the video. We listened to, we watched this video, we listened to the recording that they had in this building. Uh-huh. And if this guy is telling the truth, which, like, we're, I mean, we're led to believe that he is telling, there's no reason for us to think that he'd be lying, because these are experienced paranormal investigators, and he was making a point to not speak during this recording session to be sure that any noise captured he could, you know, discount, 
Yeah. Like, oh, I wasn't talking. I wasn't doing anything here. And he was the only one. He went by himself in this building. Yes. And it is during the daytime. Well, okay, no. Th- so there were other people in the building, but he was the only person with himself. Yes. Because yeah. there was two things. Two things. One, you hear... So the, his name is Bob, and apparently everyone just calls him Bob. But for some reason, off in the distance, kind of like a woman's voice, you hear someone pretty clearly yell Bobby yeah. down the corridor that he's in. And he doesn't react. Yeah, his camera just keeps like looking around. And they di- this is why I know. I think they said there were other people around the building. So they're like, we're going to go ahead and discredit that and say it could have been someone yelling for him. We all call him Bob, but that's not to say maybe someone was trying to get his attention. Yeah. But that was a very distinctly far off voice saying Bobby. Which makes the next thing all the more like, hello. Right. Because then you hear, you hear two more things. And they're really up close. You just hear, so you get the far off voice. And then you get a voice that comes up like this. And if you're the only one there... And you're not talking. That is obviously not you. Right. Because it, it did sound it like it was right up next to now, the voice recorder. Now, did it recorder. sound like the feminine voice again? Or was it... No. Couldn't this really w- discern. This was... This sounded like a man's voice, but it was almost like... <laughs> they said it in the video, and I believe it also. It's almost like a layer of voices. Like multiple people asking in unison. At this, oh, God. Yeah. And no. you just... And you hear... This one, it's a little... <sighs> You could probably take a, a couple different ways, but the two of the people in the video thought that they heard the same thing. Like, neither of them wanted to say what it was, and then they shared at the same time what they thought it was. And they both heard the same thing, which is kind of a layering of voices get up close and say, What's your name? I would rather die. And once again, <laughs> no, there's no thanks. reaction on the camera. You just see him still kind of panning about. And then you do see him start, like, moving the camera, and you hear him unzip his bag to put the camera... He's getting ready to finish up, and you hear him unzip the bag to put the camera away, but before, right before the zipper happens, you hear another voice, and it's a little different from the first voice, like the first up-close voice, uh-huh. uh, but this one... They did not need to play back, and for me, they did not need to strip the background noise. It was clear as day. (laughs) And also, to me, what makes it... I I would need more background on the thing, on the whole building itself and what area he was in and what purpose it served. Uh Uh-huh. But (laughs) you hear very clearly... Um, I mean, there's, there's just no sugarcoating it. You hear very clearly a voice say, F me. Uh huh. <laughs> and then you hear him unzip his back again, like little to no reaction. You hear like "f me," and then he unzips his pocket and goes to put the camera away. Just casual. Now, was it like a question or like a no, command? No, it was like a, it was like a demand. Like my voice, or I was can- it like a <clears throat> kind of like "oh darn it"? Or do they say "f me"? You know, like no, it was very like it was kind of. They were just "f me." Oh, like it sounded very like it was demanding cut and dry okay <laughs> and but even it wasn't quite like that voice but it was definitely more of a command than a question or a you know proclamation oh. 
somebody likes Bobby. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... It, oh, gosh, it is I, weird that you would hear them... First thing you hear is a, a voice say Bobby and then ask, what's your name? Like, it just said it. So, right, right. So that's also probably why they can discredit the Bobby. They don't feel comfortable saying that it could be an EVP just because there were other people around the building. Now, what, <laughs> what if it was a spirit and they know they had heard it this is a very intelligent spirit they heard the other people calling him bob they yell bobby he doesn't respond so they go what's your name like if you don't Possibly. answer to bobby well um, and that and the next thing that it says that to me is not residual no that's 100 percent intelligent it's like bobby what's your what's, what's your what's name, your name? <laughs> if you're if not, you're not gonna yeah if you're not gonna answer to that then what's your name right and this sounds terrible, and I hate to have this mindset, but, like, we, we're we all human. I don't know. I feel like the the military has its dark side as well. Uh, of course, yeah. And so, in my thought, like, it was during the Cold War and World War Two. I don't believe women were a part of... No, I yeah. can't imagine. They were not part of military Unless they were units just like at AIDS. that time. Exactly. So you're stuck in this barracks with a bunch of men and you have nowhere to go. You only are with these men like for months if not I you know over a year. Yeah. I don't know if some of the things that you see portrayed or talked about are sort of oh like what is the word I'm looking for? Accurate? Dramati- no, like oh. dramatized or accurate, I guess. If it's, I don't know if they do it for the drama of it or if that stuff really did happen during these times. I'm sure they did, unfortunately. Like I said, it's people are human and they're weird and gross. But a part of me is like, what if it was like one of those lonely soldiers that's just like... Very possible. And it's very taboo. It was very taboo then to be gay in the military yeah so to be forceful like that doesn't surprise me do you understand please i hope everyone knows what i'm getting i i understand what you're trying to we're not trying to throw out any trigger words here or anything but you get the point yeah hopefully you get the point no i get i i'm picking up what you're putting down yes so though and i mean those evps those are the evps that you like hope to get not not those sayings in particular <laughs> but the clarity yes. with which they have those and you can see in the video that he is the only person there and the other thing is it's in broad daylight yeah that i had mentioned that where he does pan by the windows and you can tell it's like gotta be high noon it's very bright out it's <laughs> yeah no it is middle of the day that this happens yeah so <laughs> that's that's pretty much what i found i will say there was one more thing during the during the video with like the Australian guys, they he said, "I know you're not going to like to hear this, but the locals have said because it's an abandoned building that it's not uncommon uncommon to find bears and stuff in the building. So like not only it used to be you could go in the building. Now by the time that was made, I, and I wish I could remember the year. I can't off the top of my head. Like maybe pre 2018. Mm-hmm. They." <laughs> You could go in the building, but after a point, you weren't allowed to. They said when they made that video, you could go in the building. But even at that point, they said that they heard locals say that 
you know, animals, bears will just be roaming in the building. And that's <laughs> when we say sometimes we're scared of things when we go out ghost hunting. It is not the ghosts. It's stuff like that. It's the real thing. That is a legitimate fear, especially where if we're out in the open, like we've gone into the woods before. I'm like, I swear to God, if like a wolf or something. Right. Comes well, that's out like Okie or... Pinocchio. I would be terrified to go now. And I was terrified to go then because I'm like coyotes wolves wild hogs for god's sake they scare the crap out of me like um, what if those just popped out and especially in alaska imagine you're trying to investigate and you turn the corner and there's a freaking bear uh or just uh, people in general because going back to okie pinocchio we're gonna have to do an update on this guys in like the last i think five years there was a murder out in okie pinocchio have we not talked about that since then? i don't remember uh, tell might- us if we already told you <laughs> But we might have. Yeah, this I is mean, us testing to see if you really listen to our yeah, episodes. That but that was a targeted thing like that that wasn't a random killing. It's still it's people who knew people and it was drug related and blah blah blah. It was but a, still a whole mess. But yeah, stuff like that. Scary stuff. Scary yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's the real life that scares me more the than tangible. the ghosts. More often than not, it's real life that scares me more than the ghosts. Yeah. Ugh. So that is the Buckner Building in Whittier, Alaska. I don't think I I'm happy with it. You know, I no, was I like this one. I think it was very interesting. Well, I didn't honestly. expect the history of the town to be so like wow, <laughs> right? And like I said, I, those are just quick snippets. But if you look up Buckner Building, Alaska. Almost every single article you find is about it being haunted. It's haunted. <laughs> yeah, it's just all haunted. And there have been places that we've done where we find a hard... Like, it's hard to find people talking about their experiences specifically. Even though everyone thinks it's haunted, no one can tell you what exactly happens. Right. This one, I one of the first things that pops up is the video recommendation and the... The whole EVP thing that I'm talking about, they actually have. It's not really active anymore. I think the last post I saw was from 2018, but there's a Facebook page for Buckner, and that's where the EVP was. So there's, I mean, there are videos readily available. This is actually one that they say it's haunted, and then they deliver. Good. So, yeah, good Good, stuff. Good for them. If we ever go to Alaska, for some reason, I don't want to go, only because a small town like that stresses, because everybody knows everybody, and the second someone shows up that is not from around there, you know the vibe. Well, and it sounds like there's nothing to do there except go to that building, because my stuff said... You can use it to go to other places. Right, which, and you can't go in the Buckner building anymore, so. Oh, well, rip. Yeah, it's it's trespassing now. Sounds cool, but I have no intention of a... I I wouldn't... I don't think I could have investigated anyway. No. Well, that's that. That That was was a good one. one. I liked that one. It was... It's different from what we've done before, I think. For some reason, I think so also. Has a different vibe. I don't know. We also have... We've set the scene here in our room. Yeah, with the window next to me. The wind has... Well, no, it hasn't really died down. It's just... Like a constant now? Yeah, pretty much. Gosh. (laughs) Anyway, that was good. Yes. I liked that. Let's let's do it again sometime. Maybe 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 next next week? week? Next Thursday, same time? That sounds good. We should do that. (laughs) Anyway, no rating on this one. We've decided... I can't really rate something we've never been to. That's not fair. Yeah. But it sounds spooky. Everyone else seems to think it's spooky. Yeah. I I am curious to know if the people who wrote those articles 
are from the town or know people from the town and aren't just saying like, oh, everyone thinks it's haunted. Well, or, I mean, that one was Anchorage Daily News. Which that's doesn't true. isn't That's not Whittier, but... Right, it's I mean, it'd be like miles. somebody from Indianapolis writing about something from Terre Haute. It's like, but do you really know? No, I don't. See, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, maybe not. Ooh, those Alaska. of our listeners and listeners in Whittier. Oh, <laughs> those of our listeners in Whittier, let us know. Oh yeah, I'm sure all all, all two hundred of you, two hundred plus of you. Hopefully the town's growing. It has been kind of on a slow decline, but because mm. there's not that many people, it looks terrible. It's like it's declined twenty one percent, and they've lost like seventeen people. Right, so. right. Whoops. In perspective. That I know those numbers don't match, guys. I'm not a math person, please. I'm no mathematician. <laughs> don't don't come at me. Okay, I think that's all. Yep. So we'll see you next week for another new scary place. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll figure out what... I don't remember what we're covering. I know it's written down somewhere, but it'll be a surprise for you guys. It's gonna be spooky. All right. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.